who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gary Murphy and today I'm joined by two very delightful young gentlemen. The prize of Northern Ireland. Rory. Magic powers. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> Sorry, Rory. Rory. That is Trevor. Uh, and Jer- Jeremy. Blackburn's Blackburn's <laughs> most Blackburn. most is well that, endowed is that to most well endowed son. Daniel Ooh, Krupa. Yeah. Well, thank How you. would you know How that? You? I call it the Zweihander. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Souls jokes. That's Dark good. Dark Souls jokes. Getting oh. off at a good start. Yeah. How are you guys doing? What have you been doing? Dark Souls. You just mentioned it. Lots of Dark Souls. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Can we just mention it briefly? Yeah, okay. You can okay. say whatever you want. We're playing Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you oh, go. Cool. Done. Oh, I don't know if you can mention that. We're playing a game that came out in 2011. <laughs> um, When's the embargo? When's the embargo lift on it? Uh, good questions. Good questions. Um, yeah. Um, because, embargoes, well, embargoes. Yeah. The three of us are trying to get through Dark Souls with Rory on camera. Yeah. Um, before Dark Souls 3 comes yeah. out. That's going live on the site next week if you want to see how Rory gets on. It yeah. Is, so imagine it's just like a podcast with the three of us, except. Um, We're also playing. There's some differences. Some differences. I wonder, Min- like, how this is an interesting thing about like podcasts and let's plays and stuff in general. Like, I wonder if you put that out as just an audio thing, how many people will be interested? There's in a uh, there's a group of people called. They used to, I think, work for. <laughs> I love it. You're like YouTubers. <laughs> they used to. They, they used to work for Machinima actually, and now I think yeah. they're part of Rooster Teeth. They're called Funhouse. Okay. And they do podcasts where it's just like they just talk, do conversations, but at the is same it, time, is it, is it the twins from Funhouse? It's not. It's uh. not. It's not. Um, but at the same time, one of the guys is. Uh, playing a video game, yeah, and they're all just kind of watching him, but they do the podcast like while he's playing the game. And but they listen to the audio version of that as well. Yeah, you can listen to the audio version, mm. which then sometimes well, are they're they all commentating like commentating on what he's doing. Only if something like exciting happens, but then also it means you can like they stream it on Twitch, where it's like a podcast, okay. and then also you can watch the video one. Oh, so it's like watching that. a let's yeah. play and a podcast. And well, yeah, well, so we, we've been it's watching, crazy. we've been watching slash coaching. coaching. Slash motivating, in, ridiculing, roaring. You've been yelling at me, insulting me. <laughs> I stuck up me, for you today. Well, shoving me in lockers, taking my lunch money. He's, 
It's actually I be- sometimes tough on him, yeah. but it's tough love. It's mm. because I love him and I want to get to the end of it that I'm hard on him. Well, I just have a really... It's I- not all going to be like, oh, you're doing amazing today when you're not. Yeah, I just have a really good time because you make stupid, stupid... <laughs> you never played it before. No. And... I feel like a lot of people aren't going to hang on to that fact for too long. Like, I'll be dying to people and they'll be like, this guy sucks! And it's like, well, that's the point. I've I never people played... Know. People know it's challenge. Before. You, you do get better, though. I am getting better. Yeah. But then I still make stupid mistakes. Yes. Unfortunately. Like, that's the, that's the thing. I think sometimes it's like two steps forward, one step back. Yeah. With you. One step back into or, poison. Or, ro- or <laughs> one step back off a cliff. Yeah, just a crazy roll for no reason. Yeah. I love really? So yeah, for context, we really played Dark Souls. We just managed to get to the bottom of Blight Town today. Mm. Which, is which is like 90%. Which is a notoriously difficult area that a lot of people actually quit on. Yeah. Not this guy. No, you kept on rolling. Not this guy. But like, it's a slow start because like in the first couple of episodes, I was like, God, this is going to take ages. But then... In the last three sittings that we've done, and we do kind of like two, like two or three hour sittings, yeah. there's been something cool that happened. We've got through some bosses. Like, or we still have. Mostly bad. Or something bad just like also, generally hilarious. Like, yeah. Also, like insanity. we do have a long way to go, but we'll get yeah. there, and it will be an amazing journey. We've got a long way to go, but a short Who do you think is going to stab someone first? Out like, of great, like smoking great, a bandit. Great. I've like never seen smoke. smoking the bandit. Haven't you? No. Oh. So I didn't grow up in 1970. No, did I? But I... <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, but I like yeah, but in Wales, I like you like sound like It was a bit of time <laughs> delay in Wales. Oh, come on. You're better than that. One Am thing. I? One thing. One thing there's not a time delay on, and that is Rocket League. Yes! We're back just excited, in Rock- just excited about we, Rocket League. We are back in the Rocket element. League <laughs> in a big way. Let's do it. Like oh, they've yeah. come, they've started. They did a big update. Rocket League season two with mutators and all that. With sort mutators of. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I really like the. Um, we don't tend to play on them that much. We did it like that one we, day. We, the no, donut one. We've, we've the donut them. one. Yeah, we've done them. we did it. We played, played yeah. it um, yesterday or the day before that. Yeah, which, or, fr- or which Friday. Not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're getting bogged down in the details. Yeah, I like that. But they've also just brought out the Batmobile. Yeah. Good. Well, they're bringing it. It's out tomorrow. Yeah, but that's when this will go live. Yeah. So, yeah. so there you go. It's out. It's out. <laughs> Sorry. It's, Jesus Christ. I'm, oh grasp, I'm grasping this. Do I'm ever. grasping this. Do, days. Days you know are your live. Thing. You know days what? aren't your do thing. You know, you know cartoons aren't live. <laughs> they put a tremendous strain <laughs> on the animator's wrist. But yeah, so they're bringing out the Batmobile, and we started thinking about what other awesome vehicles from like movies, TV, would we like to see in Rocket League? And we've come up with some good ones. Krupa, you kick us off. What do you want to see in it? So first up, unsurprisingly, I'm going to go for the 1992 Ford Explorer XLT, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the tour vehicle in Jurassic Park. Nice. Good so this is the one. This is not the gas-powered Jeep. Okay. The they have to get later on no, the, no, no. the vets have this is the one that's on the tracks that takes the people around the park it's the one with the night vision goggles right, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, back yeah, yeah. yeah and come on there's a lot of cool things I reckon that would be like it's like it's got a big hitbox quite a big stocky vehicle yeah it's not very low down like this in the other so maybe good in defence yeah also I think when you press boost mm-hmm. I want like a double helix coming out of the back oh yeah With bits of DNA flying off place nice that's cool you know a fundamental amino and maybe acid like a, splintering off yeah. like get a dun, bit of adenine dun, in the dun, face dun, 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 dun. like as you're going Absolutely. down the field that's, the, that's cool. the, gotta be the goal though, right? <laughs> no, well I, I there is music with plays when you're doing that so you could do dun dun for the trail <laughs> yeah for is the, trail. The, the trail the music boost, does it come yeah. there and when you score maybe just a big roar <laughs> I don't know. I think or, I'd, I'd, I think I'd rather have the oh. like da, 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 as you score. 
Well, that's boost. But that's yeah, too long, boost, though. Yeah. Like, we, I think you want that you as you're going through the, the circles, shot. Yeah. And then when you hit it, then it's like the... Yeah. Because the thing when you score, you want it like a punctuation mark. You know what would be cool as well? If custom cars... Was able were able to change some of the messages you had. So instead of like what a save, you could write like where's the goat, where's the goat. Nice, like, that'd be quite yeah. cool, right? Really also, like one. you know when you get the update, you know when you get like the decals, you could have like T Rex damage yeah. for the decals. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. Also really good. fun if they had like a Jurassic Park map, which is like inside the cage. Yeah, like that would be cool. And oh. then instead of the the ball you hit, it's the gyrosphere with two children inside, and oh. you smash them. Very good. Smash also be good, the like in the side, like if it was like um, on the sides of the level are kind of the electrical wire. The, yeah, the, and but there's hole holes in the wall, so you could like like jump out and go down, and you're out of the game for like a few. And seconds. the Dilophosaurus might get you. Oh, spit in your eye. That's good, Rory. Big what's DLC. your first one? I think that's really good. I want to dress part for you. Let's my go first one is uh, the ghost from Halo. Now, they already have on the, the the Xbox One, they have the Warthog from Halo, which I thought that was kind of a boring choice because, I mean, the Warthog's a cool car, but it's basically <laughs> but the just ghost like... ghost from Halo, that's different. Well, it's just like... It, do you know what the ghost from Halo looks like? I don't think so. One the of them is a Jeep, and one of them is like a purple spaceship with like infinite boost. Oh, boosts. that, yeah. Yeah, like that mm. thing's insane. It's got like little wings. It looks like the head of a hammerhead shark. It's insane. Like if you could have that, it's got a bit more of a, a wider right, front, so you can like kind of chip the ball off to sides. It's got like little jump, it's got fins essentially and then like the boost will be perfect like it already kind of exists as a rocket league car i think that'd be amazing and plus you can like get up and then do the little like barrel rolls and stuff i've had a lot of experiences what would you have for the all the stuff that he said for his oh well like the boost already kind of exists because it already has a boost and it's just like the cool purple light trails Um, basically i'm not gonna think about this anymore (laughs) yeah yeah, i'm just gonna describe the thing i'm I'm done all right well i'll tell you my first one yeah uh the homer it's the car built by Homer Simpson for Herb Powell and Powell Motors, which I only found out is a parody of a real disastrous car. It's car design, really? Yeah. Um, so Ford built a car called the Edsel, which was apparently like one of the biggest disasters ever. Um, Does it? Would it actually have bubble compartments? It didn't all you ever hear about oh, is the so, yeah. T model. Yeah. Banging on about it. You don't hear about all the disasters, do you? So you get the two bubble domes in it. That's really, really good. I wonder um, will that affect the ball. Would you get a clean hit with that? No, Might never. Shape between them. Oh, no, no, no. You've just gone for be, fan service right. over functionality with this one. I don't see, <laughs> I the, I don't see the whole thing very practical. <laughs> um, it's not even practical in Rocket League. <laughs> an engine that makes you think the world is coming to an end, right? But for the gold noise, uh, for the gold noise and celeb, you get the gold noise is La Cucaracha coming from all three of its horns. <laughs> so it's really, really loud. And the trail noise, because I like, like, sort of, for this one, it's a subtle trail noise. And it's just, you know, when, home, when the noise when Homer's like coming down, it's like angels going, oh. So it'll be that as it goes. And also, when the other team scores, uh, you can hear Homer from the other side saying his trademark noise of disappointment. Boo, that's right. That's what he says all the time, oh, isn't it? Boo, Boo. Boo he says Boo. When, when something goes wrong. Boo. Boo. So that's what. That's it. my. That's my first. Pass choice. me a, a cheese pasty, as we always love. <laughs> Boo. Oh. oh, you dropped it on the carpet. Yeah. Boo. What's your, what's your second one? My second one is a Volvo T two forty GL estate. Do you know what this vehicle is? No, you know this vehicle is. I do because it's written on the thing. Sorry, it's the car Madeline um, drives in Jonathan Creek. <gasps> in the first use of Jonathan Creek. 
What's oh, the estate car? Oh, amazing. There's one of those on my street. <laughs> this is actually not my official response, but yeah. it's my jerky one, but I think you like it, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah. When she drives it, it plays Dance Macabre. Oh, yes. <laughs> what is this car? Why is it so special? No, no. I'm going to do my real one. I'll oh, do my real okay. one. What? There's not much more to go with that. <laughs> Ecto-1. Okay. 1959 Cadillac. When you use boost, oh, two options on this. <laughs> do you know what? You know, because it says Ecto one down there. Yeah. So that's why you said, do you know what car that was? And in my head, I was like, no. But then also at the same time, I was like, that doesn't sound like what Ecto one is. No. What Volvo Estate? Yeah. <laughs> um, with the Ecto one in Rocket League, I was thinking two options for boost, and then you need to advise me here. Okay. So one slime. Well, they've interesting, they've already got slime. And actually, I was thinking about it, it makes no logical sense. No. Why would the car be, you know, excreting slime? Oh, but Sl- Simon it- drives the car in the second one. Does he? Yeah. I'm basing this mainly on the okay. first movie. Right. I don't want to. <laughs> of course. I don't want to acknowledge it. It's like you're bogged down with sequels. Um, <laughs> Definitely one of those bloody women in, right? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sexist. Sexist. How can I hate a Ghostbuster? My mum is one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, so, oh, so, so the other stream is like basically a proton stream yeah that's yeah. what I was going to go for and that comes out and then when you hit it into the goal it, says, it shouts Ghostbusters and you see the and you see <laughs> on the, the, I, a bit on the nose really right but, go with uh, me on. guys expand your mind it what, says Ghostbusters what kind of subtlety do you want from this <laughs> and then nobody will go the Homer <laughs> but no <laughs> I'm sorry that isn't a thing in, it associated with that video uh, that vehicle no, in Ghostbusters not. they do go Ghostbusters it does that is a thing Okay, I haven't okay. just kind of gone, can we say the name of the thing, please? Yeah. I think... And wait, well, let's okay, finish. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the symbol of the ghost and the kind of um, the badge around it yeah. in fire. I think for the trail, it should be... Ghostbusters. Yeah. Could be. music with the trail? That'd be amazing. not just ghosts? Like ghosts as a ghost trail. Like you're driving and like ghosts are coming out. But that means they're crap. They've like caught those and they're just falling out of the back. Oh no, Egon, Egon. There's loads of them. Maybe there's too many. No. What's your second one? I like that. I like that. That's got to be coming. Both of of yours ones will definitely happen. And Madeline's. Uh, Madeline's Volvo. Possibly not that one. Um, That's I actually, I, the DeLorean was my dream car, and it's already in there, and I really love that one. Okay. So, the, do you know what? So you haven't done another one. The so, eight, no, the, I, haven't, uh, another one. I haven't thought about this, but the eighteen van is pretty much that is the, the van that's in it. Isn't also, it? the yeah. Scooby Doo van. Scooby Doo van. Yeah. It's just a van. You can, that could be a Wait, skin. It's just a van. Guess, just a van. Just a van. Yeah. Go on. Um, Cat Bus from My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, that's amazing. Nice. Such an iconic figure from such an iconic Cat Bus. Such an iconic. Amazing. So. They don't really change too much in terms of the mechanics when like a car comes along. For like the DeLorean, it's, they have I a little touch like, where it's like... I love what your framing is if you've really thought... We would, I wouldn't really change well, much. Look, like, well, look, basically, the, the, the everything DeLorean, you know about it is what it is. Anyway, the DeLorean, like, they've made it so it's not just a car. Like when you're flying, uh, if you're airborne for long enough, the wheels, wheels tuck yeah, in. It's yeah, nice so it's like nice little touches. No, so like yeah, the car's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so it's Marty Moore. Oh, you got... Christ. So, uh... For the cat bus, you that's the I, closest I've ever heard you come into swearing. I heard him swear today, actually. Right, it, at, the end of the, right, right at the no, no, right at the end of uh, uh, the Dark Souls thing. You feel said, like some you stuff said, has slipped down. You said the F word. No, I didn't. You absolutely nah, did. Yeah, I didn't want to say nah, it. Well, never. I look forward to that next oh. week. Um, yeah, the cat bus. Like he could be like moving on all. It's like it has like twelve legs. Imagine that's that, like, a lot rolling. of extra animation to be doing. It can't be. Mm. Animating legs. I don't know. Like, <laughs> 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 background. Can't be. What? Forward and back. That's not that crazy. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it can have um, it has the crazy like beam headlights that yeah. could like flash, you know, when you when you're using your boost. Yeah. It would be amazing. Imagine that, like roaming around the field, it would be so great. That would be really good. Okay, my uh, my other one then is uh, a 1917 Dodge Charger RT, as driven by the one and only Dominic Toretto in the Fast and the Furious franchise. It's a lovely car. Point number one, oh <laughs> lovely. Love, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm that's gonna, not I'm that special, though. Is wait, it? It's I'm just gonna, a car. Gonna, no, but t- listen to all this stuff. Listen, listen order, to all right? this stuff, though, right? Yeah, just so tick that. The, you have to sell this the, to me. The goal noise is uh, Vin Diesel whispering, "Family," and but it like booms all the way around the. Who's stadium. buying this? Listen, me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. What, oh, you what, okay, this. okay. Uh, so, so, what's the trail? The noise. I'm told you. But also, celeb, when the goal goes in, like a puff of white smoke comes from there, and it's Vin Diesel and Paul Walker hugging. That happens every time you score. Uh, and every time. I might not score. Every what? time. Every time. A bit strange. That's not going to get old because... Family. Family. That's exactly right. Family can't Family get old. Family don't die. And the trail noise is the chorus from that song I just sent you before we came in here uh, for Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth, See You Again, which I think is a brilliant song. That's terrible. It's, it's a just terrible. song. It's just terrible. It should have been nominated for an Oscar. No, it should not have. I think, yeah. I think the only reason it wasn't nominated for an Oscar in the best song is because then they would have seen that and gone, oh shit, we need to put all the Oscars on this one like best picture best director best actor best supporting how is Paul Walker not getting best supporting actor that's what we should have done for the Oscars thing well you before this podcast you insisted that me and Ga, uh, me and Dan both listen to this song yeah. in preparation it's a good song I did listen to it and I did not think it was a good song 1.5 billion people have listened 1. to 5 it 1.5 billion I, people can't be wrong I knew you were going to bring this up so I actually um, oh. Did a little bit of research on the people who are watching this video. So I wrote down some of the, the top comments on the video <laughs> just to let you know of the, the hardcore fans who I really bet, enjoy it. See, Rory, do you see he covers up half his notepad so yeah. it looks I like he's sneaky. done no research yeah. and then he moves the running order. Because I've done this before and he's peeked at it and ruined my quizzes. Oh, sorry. All right, so <laughs> these are some of the top comments <laughs> my quizzes. on that video. <laughs> who listened to this song 2016? Me. Who listened to this song March 2016? <laughs> We must make this song more famous than Gangnam Style, and we will take this so fast if we can see this video more. Oh, yeah. And my personal favorite... <laughs> we do need to see this video more. See you again, Paul Walker. We'll miss you for all the days we have you. Oh. Thanks to you, you're in fast, infurious storyline. That is... That's... These aren't sentences. Yeah. It's, not, it's not much These of These are not sentences. <laughs> That is the well, billion those, people. Those, that's the first time YouTube comments have ever made me cry. So, well done. <laughs> Beautiful. Well done. Uh, but those are the vehicles we want to see in Rocket League. So make sure that happens, please. So now we move on. We've got the good and the bad this week. Yeah. They are titled Wichy 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 for good. Oi, oi, oi for the bad. <laughs> Jump the gun there. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we have seen a film called The Witch. Mm-hmm. You still see Witch? <laughs> that was what she just said. Was it? Basically, if you, uh, for four people who <laughs> like these jokes, um, <laughs> and have seen The Office, it's those three and Dale editing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's cracking up. Basically, we watch, <laughs> oh, we watch, lads. we watch a lot of The Office, and Chris Finch, 
who is in bloody um, good rap who is sorry. in the we office need to, we need to reel this back you gotta stop this and I was never gonna get through this is in The Witch so The Witch is sort of like an old school type horror and Chris Finch I, I can't remember his Ralph Innocent name. oh that's it yeah Ralph Ralph old Ralph Ralph Innocent yeah bloody good actor um, he's good. in The Witch bloody good Puritan and this is the thing The Witch right because we we talk about The stop Office stop saying The Witch we we <laughs> We talk about The Office quite a lot, and The Witch is so good. This is this is it, right? The Witch is such a good film; it makes you completely forget that you're watching Chris Finch from The Office. Oh, do like you agree with the, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the <laughs> you just think about the Office quotes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's saying that. But what did we do immediately after watching it? We went to the pub and literally rewrote huge episodes of The Office, just yeah. putting "witch" in yeah, the place of proper nouns. We, we made a song for it. Would you want to sing it? Uh, if I can remember it. The witch comes for thee. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was funny when we, yeah. went to, we went to see it because it was uh, during a press screening and the movie kind of opens with these uh, kind of ambiguous shots but you hear Chris Finch's voice. Yeah. And me and Dan both just turned to each other and we were like, Finchy, Finchy. Yeah, you, you, you sat in between me and Roy and you yeah. like went down to like put down your water. And yeah. we yeah. Roy's like, Finchy. It's because I have respect for cinema. And then yeah. so I put my water down. And then by the end of it, we were horrified. Well, I was the, petrified. The best thing about like, it is we knew what it was about. I didn't we even knew it was a horror. But <laughs> I said to you, "Do you want to come see Finchie's film with us?" And you did. But I felt, to be fair, it's a split it's, opinion. It's not an easy watch, no, but no. it's a brilliant. I think it's really, so really good. I think the thing, one thing to talk about this is it's really split opinion. A lot of um, it's been shown at film festivals. It was shown yeah. at Sundance. And it's been received pretty warmly mm. amongst film critics and film critics who really like horror. Yeah. Mm. And I think people have started to see it now in the US at advanced screenings. Yeah. And a lot of the public uh, popular response has been quite down on it. Yeah. And I think partly that might be due to the trailer that really does position it as more like a Platinum Dunes yeah. yeah. or a Blumhouse horror film. But you go in and the kind of the tone and the pace of it yeah. or it's more like Rosemary's Baby yeah. or The Shining in, term, in terms of how it elicits horror. Yeah. It isn't kind of, you know, jump scares or anything it's like that. Hard. I mean, it's, it's a hard watch. It's a really watch. There are a couple of jump scares in it, but the thing that I like about I it, they're like, the jump scares are just like noise based or like, also like the switch from dark to light. Yeah. Like, a lot of dark, very hard cuts. Really yeah. hard really cuts. Like but no, no kind of like. Oh, people are going to be going, oh, it went, when it went from dark to light. Yeah. yeah. No, that no, sort no. of thing. That sort of thing, yeah. Uh, Where, like, there's, yeah, there's not like, you know, witches running around going, Arr! I shit myself when they turn that light on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's what it is, though. Like, going from, like, silence to noise or something like that. There was, like, a cut to just a a noise, like, woodcut. Yeah, and that. I like everyone in the cinema. Yeah. Yeah. That's straight out. um, But I think a lot of people would find that, like, some people would find that disappointing that there's not a thing. Definitely. At the end of that. And Billy, um, William Freakin does that loads in The Exorcist. There's the opening scene, which is like the burning light of the Middle East where they're excavating yeah. Pazuzu. And then there's another shot where awesome. she's like going through the attic. Yeah. And there's, you know, it's deathly quiet yeah. and it's black. And then the candle suddenly combusts and there's like this, brig, you know, this bright um, um, flash of light. Mm. Um, I think, like, to be fair, it, w- it was kind of missold to me as well going in because like Chris Tilly saw it and he saw it at this thing called Fantastic Fest which sounds amazing it sounds festival. fantastic 
It's, uh, <laughs> but it sounds like it's like this really sort of uh, celebration of like horror and cult movies and stuff like that. It sounds like a really, really good festival. And he said there's, uh, there's a character in the film, which is a goat called Black Philip. And he said Black Philip was basically like the thing at the festival that everyone was sort of making jokes about. And it's, so when I went in, I thought it was going to be not like a fun horror movie, but I didn't think... A bit culty or something? Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be sort of like a really old-fashioned folktale, which yeah. is what it is. And it, like, you know... That's a really interesting, like, time period for a horror film. If you're interested mm. in, like, witch trials and, like, that sort of well, what I think old... is good about it, there's a lots of films that are about, like, Salem witch trials. Mm. And throughout the movie, there's a degree of ambiguity that... Is there an actual witch here? Yeah. Or is it these people, is there kind of moral or religious panic and they're turning on each other and yeah. imagining the witch? Yeah. This is not a spoiler. Right at the beginning of The Witch, you know there's a witch. You yeah. see the witch, she looks very supernatural. They dispense with that ambiguity from the get-go. Something yeah. supernatural is at work here. But the ambiguity creeps back in when you, the family begins to turn on each other and yeah. you're not really sure who is actually the agent of darkness. Yeah, it's, it's really odd as well because um, I thought that I'd missed... I think we talked about this, actually, in the pub when we were like, we thought we'd missed something really big right at the top. Yeah, the start... Um, we the should exposition. be really careful now. Yeah, yeah. We thought spoilers. We, okay, we, okay, we thought we'd missed something. But it turned out we hadn't. Like, we hadn't missed anything at all. But it's kind of that kind of ambiguity. is not... But as you say, not like... Yeah, it is. is like, and that is not, not a spoiler yeah. me saying that. Like, it's yeah. one of the opening shots in the movie. Yeah. It's, it's in the trailers as well. Yeah. You know, the, the, the intrigue here doesn't... It's not like those other witch films where no. it's like... Is there something supernatural at work? Is there not? Yeah. Um, it gets rid of that early, at the beginning, and mm. it's more kind of the intrigue that comes from the family s- setup. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a really, really interesting film. It's a really... It's one of these things that keeps happening with a lot of films recently, too. Um, that I watch it, I enjoy it, I'll never watch it again. I think I would watch that again, because I think having certain pieces of information... And it's quite short... Rewatching might be an interesting experience. Mm. Like watching Babadook again is an interesting experience, yeah. right? depending yeah. on your interpretation of that movie. Yeah. I, I think that. Like you're kind of piecing together the yeah, clues yeah, in different yeah. ways. I, I think Babadook's a bit different from oh, the, is it? The, rich, the Witch because, like, I feel like The Witch was so. Like, even the editing and the style of it was so insulting to my senses. Yeah. It was kind of designed that way that I was always on edge. Yeah. Whereas, like, the Babadook, there were times where the tension was kind of dropped a bit but I felt like with the witch like there was always something happening or you thought something was going to happen like every like mundane task was cut in like quite a malicious mm. way mm. you always feel like something's not quite right I don't know if I'd want to watch that again yeah. I, I think this, but I, I loved the, watching I think the Babadook has a have you seen the Babadook yeah I think it has a much darker ending than if you watch it again I think yeah I'm going to say a spoiler for the Babadook now it's not a spoiler it's only if I'm right with my theory but okay. my interpretation is I think she kills her son at the end Oh, like they're in the garden. She's cradling him, and yeah. it is a shot that is reminiscent of the end of *The Innocents*, which is a adaptation of Henry James's *Turn of the Screw*. And an interpretation at the end of the movie is she's like hugging her um, ward, Miles. Yeah. And one interpretation of that novella is at the end she actually she's hugging him so tight she's strangling him. Right. And the last shot of the Babadook is she maybe she isn't over her postnatal depression, hmm. and the camera pans up. And she's tugging him. If you watch it again, it looks more sinister on second watching. Uh, yeah. She yeah. might be it, yeah. that she and the shot ends with him out of shot, like just yeah. the top of his head, if mm. I remember correctly. So I think she like she's maybe you can interpret it as she's killing him. She need him. I watch that again, yeah, because I, I watched it on Christmas Day, two thousand fourteen, with my mum. 
don't know why. Is that we, how old that is? I don't know why we watched it on Christmas yeah. Day, but yeah, I didn't watch it. Bit of fun, it isn't it? Just a bit of fun. Was, mate. Your, was your mum like hugging you? Yeah, she tight? was. Gav, come over here, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, mummy. <laughs> All right, we talked about it a little bit. Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. That was the first one, though. That what about was. Dark Souls 3, Rory? Yeah, Sunday I got a chance to play a 20-minute demo of Dark Souls 3. And I thought, you know what, this is no problem. This was a public event. I've been playing Dark Souls 1 all week. I've got this down. It's fine. I'm ready to go in front of all these people and just just blast it out. Were you like, hey, guys, it's uh, Rory from IGN here. I'm, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take down some bosses in Dark Souls. He's going to do a speed run. Speed Gather run. around, nerds. I'm going to tackle these like, skeletons. Um, there's a Dark Souls kill stream coming up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my ass destroyed. Roid. I got killed then, so In front of people bad. as well. In front, in front of, of people. And then how did Dark Souls go? Uh, hey. hey. I got I got beat really, really bad for 10 minutes, and then my demo crashed. So... Yeah, oh, it's probably broken. So the guy came around, and I was like, oh, man, all oh, my progress. Oh, the progress. Oh, I was no. right. So I was really like, oh, fights are shit on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he had to reset it, which put me right back to the start, and I just struggled through everything again until he was like, all right, time up. And I was at the oh, first no. fireplace. <laughs> Fireplace. <laughs> or a fire. Campfire. Bonfire. 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 Thank Jesus you. That was the first bonfire. The first I learned nothing. Yeah. Um, so that was horribly embarrassing. And then uh, I thought I could just kind of like slink away. Because there were people, if you're waiting in line, you could watch everyone play. Oh, God. So I was like, I I was like I'm just going to duck out now. Because everyone, I had been watching people play before me. And they had like got to the boss. Mm. You can reach the boss in the demo. And I had obviously got nowhere near it. So I was on the end. I was like, I'm just going to slink away. And uh, one of the staff who was working the booth was like, nice try, Rory. <laughs> Turned out he, he listens to the podcast and he knew me from IGN. And he's probably he's probably listened like, to this, probably listened to this, you slagging him off. Yeah, he was like, really, he really was embarrassing. Rubbish. And I was like, Psh. No, Whatever. he was rubbish. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but that's your first impressions. That game is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I know okay. we've been playing a lot of one and it's come yeah, a long way since then. Like but people like, are down on one. Like it's a pretty small team relatively speaking. And yeah. one like while it has great art direction, like especially on PS3, like textures could be better. Yeah. There's loads yeah. of things that could be better, like um fire and water effects like you always keep picking up on. Yeah. yeah. But I mean like this one looks incredible. Like some of the graphics and it was the same kind of thing as I was at a spot where there was like a dragon over one of the uh, the tower bits and he was coming down like dipping and breathing all the fire onto the path and it's just like it was some of the same oh, experiences really I feel demo. like I've had yeah definitely like, like Miyazaki just, likes putting a dragon in the opening of his games yeah. it's just like it's, cool. it's like a yeah. thing like a yeah. calling card so now that we've played quite a lot of one do you think you're going to go play three yeah absolutely really like, absolutely you, yeah. you're up for it I think it's, it's weird when we're doing it uh, for work because it's such a like focused thing like play for an hour play for two hours like see how far we can get but like some of the things like it's just a game that i haven't experienced before like i've never experienced a game that that takes so long to master and then as soon as you think you've got it you don't have it yeah uh i think i'll definitely play three definitely play three amazing co-op bit of co-op absolutely you've played quite a lot of it haven't you yeah i went to germany and played for four hours in a church (laughs) that's fitting um, I don't know why I was in the church, really. It wasn't even a church that looked like Just a church. Just come through your office, Dark- yeah. If this church was in Dark Souls, you'd be like... Boring. Oh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? A yeah. little local church. Um, <laughs> but it was really good. I think it's really good. I think some people, and rightly, you know, Dark Souls 2 came out and Miyazaki wasn't involved. He was off doing mm. Bloodborne. And it, it does feel familiar that we've been having these experiences almost like in an annual form, like if you count Bloodborne as yeah. well. yeah. 
But, you know, without Dark Souls 2, maybe you wouldn't have got Dark Souls 3. You know, Dark Souls 2 sold really well and yeah. it kept, you know, it proved that kept this was like a viable thing that people were really into these games and yeah. kept the fire going, if you were to use that terminology. And 3 is great. And if you like Dark Souls 1, like people loved the first yeah. one, and you like the lore, which is, I think, one of my favorite things about that mm-hmm. game. And I think once we finish, there's a video series I'll send you to where you can learn about the characters that I think will really enhance your enjoyment of the game retroactively. Mm-hmm. Two is very disconnected. And for ages, people have poured time into trying to link Dark Souls 2 back to Dark yeah. Souls 1. And it's very hard to do. Yeah. I think it's purposefully vague, the connections. Whereas 3 has def- it has recurring characters. Yeah. And I think you're going to get kind of answers for certain things that happen in Dark Souls 1 yeah. which will be immensely satisfying because people have been puzzling over certain things for like four or five years yeah. I think like because I didn't like get that far with uh, Bloodborne and yeah. I wish I got a bit further with it but lots of stuff ended up happening so I just stopped playing it but I think sitting and watching Rory play Dark Souls 1 for so long like you thought well crap if he can do it then <laughs> no no I don't, I don't okay. think that but I, I think like to actually it, it makes you realise like to actually get far in those games is actually a really good feat and if you can do that then it's quite yeah. a big challenge so I think like when Dark Souls 3 came out I actually might because I was, I was thinking I was feeling bad about going to that and not really giving Bloodborne like as much because I really love that game so the, but... bit, the bit like you checked out Bloodborne mm. is kind of I think comparable to the bit that we nearly checked we, obviously we're not going to check out Dark Souls because we're playing it for a work thing yeah. but you know <laughs> but you know like the Undead Berg all that kind of very drab yeah zombies in with like crap armor it's like the most boring part of that game yeah mm-hmm. that's kind of that initial part of bloodborne right okay and once you get past that and once we get past this bit in dark souls there's so many weird things in that game so yeah. many interesting locations and once you get there you're yeah. like this is awesome because by the time you get there you've got better equipment mm. you've got the basics you can kind of handle yourself yeah and the game kind of blossoms and you're like oh my god this is awesome there's so many cool places to explore yeah. and things to do and see and sometimes when you get stuck on one area you might be able to go and do a bit somewhere yeah. else well, that's why it was kind of cool when we were uh, playing the first one Whereas, like, I, I have no idea where I'm going. So I'm, like, uh, in between episodes, like, just venturing off into, like, little areas. And I'm running into areas that have, like, what was it? Crystal golems? Yeah. Like, these giant rock guys that, like, throw crystals and at snakes. you. Yeah. Going, the snakes going through the forest. And you have these trees that come. And, like, it's... And, you know, if you've been stuck fighting zombie skeletons for, like, two hours, like, seeing yeah. these other creatures in this other part yeah. of the world, it's just really cool. And we're going we're gonna to see some amazing places. And I think Dark Souls 3 feels really exciting like if you don't mm. like Dark Souls as some people listen to podcasts they're mentioning characters that you only ever heard of in the first game and you're like yeah. will, will we actually get to see some of these places like yeah. Kareem or Vinheim these are like iconic locations that are only alluded to in the first game yeah. and it feels like you might be able to go into some of them in part 3 mm. and it's out soon when's it out? Like April, beginning right? of the April. It's out in Japan in like a couple of weeks Ooh. so a bit worrying like there'll probably be a lot of spoilers circulating a lot of like footage you won't want to see yeah but um, beginning of April it's out that's annoying okay Rory you've written a, one, a late one into the run order esports are weird and awesome yeah I went to <laughs> what was that go talk just, about it bro just, yeah 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 uh, I went to um, an esports event so this was I've written it down here because I forgot the name it was the Call of Duty yeah. World League Challenge Tournament so essentially what this is it's, um, it's a tournament that's open to esports teams uh, in the public yeah. in the UK and Europe to come and compete uh, and then they also have some professional teams compete now like we got to go to Berlin for Worlds which was you know that's like 
the other side of the spectrum in terms of esports events. Yeah. That was mental. That was a huge stadium, hundreds of thousands of people coming yeah. from all over the that's world. That's League of Legends, isn't it? That's League of Legends, that's League which of Legends. is one of the bigger ones. Uh, <laughs> stop. It's one of the things I love about esports is like you never like all the events are so different. Hmm. So I didn't really know what to expect for this one. Obviously, it's an event that's open to the public, so it might be like a little more casual. Yeah, uh, it was. It was at the the um, PC Gamer event, and it was you had to go down into the basement to get to it. This I can only describe it as like the Fight Club of esports. You went round, and there was just like like circles of people over uh, gamer shoulders, like screaming abuse at like the other team, like everyone getting all riled up. Oh wow! It was crazy. It was so hectic. Like people, I mean, they were giving away free rock stars, which didn't help anything. Yeah. Everyone was so jacked up. But like, I bet you were loving it. Oh yeah, I had like four. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I went to like, shouting at people. Just yeah, it was crazy. In like 2013, 2014, yeah, I went to the Call of Duty World Championships uh, out in LA. And that was a little bit more control because you had some public bits, but then you also mm-hmm. had like all the, there's a lot of stuff like behind closed doors, but then the main match was where like there was an audience and stuff like that. So you never really had like public and that shouting at people. Yeah, so it was quite similar. As I said, there's some pro teams there. I think they had like Epsilon and Infused. So mm. they were the ones who... Always named really shit things. What do you mean? That's cool. Epsilon. Epsilon. It sounds like people on The Apprentice. Yeah. You should hear... Sounds like like drinks. Sounds like energy. Yeah. Shit names for energy yeah, well, that's drinks. What, that's what, what would you call your esports team, then? The Dragons. Oh, the Dragons! The, dra- oh, the Welsh Dragons! <laughs> the Dragons. Oh, who didn't see that coming? <laughs> I don't know what... Jesus. I, 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 I don't the know. Rabbit. <laughs> the Rabbit. Ooh. But there's, there's no, like... The cheesy Rabbit. There's not really that many funny names. There is a reasonably good League of Legends team at the minute called Unicorns of Love. Okay, that's fine. And they're doing pretty good. That's good. Um, but then, yeah, it's usually just like but Immortals. That's, or, not, that's not a clever name, is it? Well, neither is the Dragons. Yeah, I know that, but I was on the spot. <laughs> you have me against the wall. Is that a, is that a name? Um, so, yeah, so the pro teams were playing in a much more, like, structured, like, live streaming on Twitch yeah. sort of event. But then, obviously, all the public teams were kind of, like, out and about. You could, like, just go stand behind whichever team you wanted and check shout it out. One of the other cool things clutch, was... Clutch. Shouting clutch a lot. That's a lot. That's a big thing at Call of Duty. Uh, Clutch. Well, what does if, that it's, mean? if it's fucking no idea. It's like if you like absolutely no idea. If you make clutch. like a, a clutch. Big, if you make like a big like saving play, like it's clutch, clutch it, clutch play. I thought it was like two v one. I thought that was clutch. No, what's, you gotta learn your phrases. What's two Ganked v, as what's, well. That's what's a two v one phrase. What a two v one? Unfair. Hmm? I think we can work out what two v one means. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, <laughs> not that. There's a word for two v one. I thought it was. Oh. Cl- I thought it was clutch. Clutch play. Two v one. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think Bummed. so. Um, the other cool thing was, because it was an event that was open to the public, you had these just uh, teams that had like come over for the event, cool. but they were just like their own self-funded teams. So you had groups of people who had made their own like team jackets. Like Spider-Man. Pin pals. Like, um, the equipment would be like dodgeball. So you know, like all these okay, like right, weird yeah. kooky teams from all over, and they're all got like the Cobras, like they're yeah. all jackets. So they're all walking around the event in their like full like esports track suit jackets. And they just like... That's just their fun thing. They are their own little esports team and they can go oh. to events and stuff. So it was cool like seeing some of the, the guys who don't like make it too far get a chance yeah, to come yeah. to these events and compete yeah. as well. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. Sounds good. Yeah. Better or worse than League of Legends? Uh, I prefer League of Legends over Call of Duty, but it definitely was one of the more interesting FPS esports tournaments I've been to. I think with Call of Duty, if you're... If you're not into esports, yeah, and you want to watch an esport, watching Call of Duty is easier than watching League of Legends because it's just like the person with who is alive. Yeah, and essentially, like, and you like you can you can follow a man with a gun 
Rather you know than... what I would absolutely I'm going to watch the hell out of what? Rocket League esports oh yeah. yeah are we covering that are we doing any covering well Twitch has signed a deal with Rocket League haven't they they're going to really? start doing a big tournament thingy oh awesome we should, just, we should do that. some stuff on yeah. that That'd be cool. also it's not too long as well alright I'll go send me out fine you twisted my arm oh, I'll, I'll go oh, <laughs> I'll go to LA I'll do the coverage it's fine oh well guys I've had some lots of witchy 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 <laughs> equals good things now <laughs> Before we go on to the oi, 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 the bad things, mm-hmm. serious time. Serious time, guys, because it's time for... Do-do-do-do-do. Can I just interrupt you the before things? you do this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did that bit. Do-do-do-do-do. Keyword countdown. Sorry, I meant to let you do that bit. <gasps> A bit of feedback from Kevin in Manchester. Oh, don't have somebody slagging off. Cause I've got, I hate I've got keyword countdown. What is this? Oh. No, no, no. My heart sank then. Kevin says, I am loving the IMDb game. Yes. Oh. Not enough to remember it's called. Keyword countdown. Remember it. Uh, do you know what? Because the theme song changes every single week. That's why. Do you we know no branding here. There's no branding. Do you know, exactly. Do you know what I was belting out the other day where, when I was setting up in here, uh, in the studio, was keyword countdown to the tune of The Who's Teenage Wasteland. Keyword countdown. That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Sony stop, keyword stop, stop, stop. countdown. Copyright flags bow, bow, are popping bow. up all over this place. They've all counted. That's, don't worry about that. The first bit. <laughs> Remember okay, me we're, for we're my out, first lyrics. We're out here in the field and all we have is this pissing game. <laughs> right, okay. Let me finish. Kevin. If someone's really good at music, make that. Let make this, that a jingle. Let this man compliment you. Go on, Kevin. And it's great to play along in my head during the commute. Distracts me from the emotionless robot-style world the tram at 7 a.m. becomes. He's in Manchester. Thanks, Kevin. Oh, 7 a.m. commutes. That sucks. I've I've had quite a few tweets from people going they like to play along. Um, Also, a tweet from someone who sent me a bunch because he was like, it's too easy. Right, come on. Too easy. So, Add him under the table. See how he does. Ooh. Yeah, calling you out like that. At the moment, Chris Tilly I bet is... his name's Steven as well. Chris Tilly is a top. I believe you may be able to take over him. But I've played more... I think, that, isn't that the this flaw s- in the scoring system? This, this is only your second game. It has to be like You're doing average. well. You're doing well. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll work it out. I'll work it out. I don't think this is... I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just, right. I'm just, let's I'm, just come on. Just worry about the, the game at hand. Mm-hmm. Come on, we got a meeting at four. Let's go. Film number one. Do we? High school. High school musical. Terrorist. Person in car trunk. You're going too fast. Way too fast. Car person in what? Car trunk. Parking lot. Norman Elm Street. Famous song. Fighting over a girl. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Yes, you have. I don't think so. <laughs> Terrorist. <laughs> Reference to Darth Vader. We need Back to talk about Kevin. Yay! Yay! I have. I turned out. Can point out? Turn out I've seen this film. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> a little bit. That's different. it. I hadn't seen that one. Oh, Terrorist. Yeah. The other one. So reference. You you had it. Reference to Darth Vader. Waking up in strange surroundings. Year 1955. Time travel. I got a lot of points then. Yeah. Right. Four. Ah, that's good. Could be more. Don't worry about it. Could be worse. Film number two. I'm terrible. Could be. We need to talk about Kevin. Uh, I need to write you a theme so you stop making noises. Baby. Baby's Day Out. <laughs> Look who's talking. It's a great movie. American Ambassador. American oh, wait, Baby. Oh, God damn it. I've nailed never seen it. The Omen. Absolutely nailed it. You just said you were shit at this. I'm good when it's The Omen. 
Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> Shit unless over. Oh, you don't know how often I've said that in life. Um, so that's two points. Um, no, eight points for Krupa. Like, no, nine points for Krupa. You don't understand the scoring system. We have to do nine points. I don't reckon he's writing this down. Correctly. I am. I've got. I've got a spreadsheet. Okay. Cool. I think you um, write these down on a page and burn it. I no, think you just made up everything. Uh, the other. The other clues, if you want to play along, uh, lifting mail in air, switched at birth, decapitation, best original score winner, Rottweiler. Suicide by hanging, push down the stairs, nanny, the devil. It's all for you, Damien. Mm. Here we go. Ready? Film number three. Briefcase full of money. Male pubic hair. Drugged drink. Male pubic hair. Ski lift. Dumb and dumber. Yeah! <laughs> what? What's the male pubic hair? Damn. <laughs> like I know what it is <laughs> yeah I've got loads should have my yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah it just kind of it goes from my belly button and it builds towards yeah, yeah. Partridge, yeah. I have, I have like five of them um, well done Krupa seven points there the other ones kicked in the crotch spitting on a hamburger urination defecation tongue stuck on a pole I don't remember seeing this movie repetition repetition in title Here I think I saw the second one which was really oh bad oh my god so yeah. Rory 16 points to four at the moment you're not doing for so this hard. week Film number four, still all to play for. It's always all to play for because I've designed the this, this scores so like well. It. So bizarrely. <laughs> I just give you a steamy <laughs> look. <laughs> Sharp. <laughs> jungle. George of the Jungle. Jumanji. Green Beret. Predator. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. Actually, human. Oh god, I'm out. I'm Slow out. down. You move too fast. <laughs> oh, but the way Gav's designed this game is that it's always to play. It is always to play. It is always to play. <laughs> well, yeah. It is always to play when you fucking have a go. <laughs> uh, the other, the other clues: hostage, terror, helicopter, tough guy, blood, skinned alive, humanoid alien, <laughs> man versus monster. You said you're bad at this. Uh, well, no, not these ones. Not, not these when it's threats. Omen or Predator. <laughs> You'll never get me. You will, you will never win. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun though. Ah, oh, you beat me. Okay, here we go. Last film for this week, then. And the scores are... 20... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> 24 to 4. <laughs> but it's 20 points if I get it in one, right? Mm. No. So just say the first one, but don't talk for a minute, and I'll just, I'll just ramp up. <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, just do the first one. We yeah, both, yeah. both get Hail Mary on the <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I want Hail Mary. Helmet. Oh, full Metal Jacket. Scrap. Ant- oh, no, he's nah, not a one. Ant-Man. Um, no. Captain America. Is it a superhero movie? I'm not sure. That's not clues. how this works. <laughs> so, film on five, then. Helmet. Scrap Merchant. Star Wars. Which Star Wars? Star Wars Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh. You could have, if you just let me guess, I would have got him one clue. <laughs> I would have, I would have swept him. That's 20. I would have swept him. That's 20. I'm not sitting here. That's 20, guys. Right? That's 20. I am not sitting here, and the people at home are sitting here, and Daniel Cooper's not sitting here, while you just go through every film that's got four a helmet guesses. in it. Like I've four said, guesses. we've got, we've got meeting at four. We've got meeting at four. Well done. 20 um, points. Can't be nine points for that. I'm doing this all day. You did all right. So the other ones, see, with this one, I thought I was being really clever. So maybe they are too easy. Maybe that guy who tweeted me was real because this this one <laughs> oh it was real it this, wasn't a very specific I, part I, I focused on a very specific part of Force Awakens so I thought I would get you that way number three desert crash landing thirst oh you think you could go like Martian mm. escape resistance abandoned ship female protagonist Millennium Falcon 
Too, too quick for you? Yeah. Got it, helmet. Uh, Krupa absolutely nailed that one, though, well, Rory. Well, let me 13 points to, I think, 24. 20-point round. So, that's good. I think it's very, very close to knocking Tilly off the top. Who oh, knows what could happen? Me or Dan? Well, uh, both. Both, who knows? Oi, oi, oi. Who if does you, know? If you're playing along at home, let us know how you did. Now on to oi, 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 the bad stuff this week. Uh, I'm going to kick things off. We've had a little tiny bit of mention of Jonathan Creek this week. Jonathan Creek is coming back. The last couple of episodes they did um, in 2014 were... Some of the worst stuff has ever been on the BBC, and that's saying something because there's a lot of shit on the BBC. There and is, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff as well. A lot of good stuff. Come on now, come on, come on, lads. Um, but yeah, he's coming back to BBC One. They're filming it this summer, a 90 minute special. Uh, don't know when it's going to be out yet. Probably, um, you always put them on like Christmas or Easter. Put them on, yeah. It's a Christmas New Year's, show, New Year's Day or Easter, yeah. Basically, you Christ holidays. Yeah. So 2014 I think, isn't even that long ago. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's quite recent. Yeah, I but, thought I'd been off air for way longer. But yeah, and uh, it's going to come back. Um, unfortunately, Caroline Quentin is not returning not back. as yet. Uh, it's going to be Sarah Alexander, I think, who plays his uh, wife, wife in yeah. it. Yeah. So. She's married to Peter Serafinowicz mm. in real life. But just let it go, man. Yeah. Like I was watching an episode last night, and I was like, this was so good. Like there's an episode I watched last night. Um, the, it's like the best episodes of, I think. They're, they're so good that when you're watching, you go... Even though I've seen this 20 times, I still can't remember the hook, like how they actually did this. Mm. And that's, that's the mark of a good thing. But then the mark of the bad ones, unfortunately, I think there's more bad episodes of Jonathan Creek than there are good ones. My favorite's when the orangutan did it. That wasn't a real resolution, was no, it? No, so the, there's an orangutan that plays, but was it a gorilla? Gorilla, yeah. Silverback. Sure is, is it a gorilla? Silverback, yeah. But it's not, it didn't do it. It didn't do it? No. It is involved. It is involved, isn't it? Yeah. It is involved. Anyway, he yeah. didn't pull the we're, get, we're getting bogged down in what? higher primates. Uh, like, we, we've been threatening for a while to rank all 31 episodes of the Jonathan Creek. Well, we might as well wait till this is out. I love the way you say threatening. Update like, people, it with people this. People are begging what, you not what, how to about, do it. How like, about we rank them and then leave a slot at the bottom just to put this one in? Yeah, for number 32. Not to prejudge, but... It's, it's going to be 90 minutes, and some of, the, some of the long ones are actually really, really good. Some of the long ones are uh, awful. Like, Trouble at Gallows Gate is terrible. Don't watch that. Right. The Black Canary, though, probably the best one. Gav, you know you like to quiz people. Yeah. I think it's time you become quizzed. <gasps> what are you quizzing me on? Five people, five other British actors were up for the role of Jonathan Creek, <gasps> and um, Alan Davies has said that he thinks he was like the 30th choice or so. Okay. I've written down five names, five People you could, like, guess, okay. British okay, actors okay, okay, okay. that were supposedly before Alan Davis in the running. Let's see how many of these five you can get. Okay. And ha- should we give them a finite number of guesses? Yeah. Ten? Yeah. Okay. If you don't guess it in two turns, you don't get 20 points. How about that? Oh, <laughs> yeah, a table turn on you. Well, there's no league for uh, this. There's no Jonathan Creek. There can be. We can play this every week. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people at home are saying. More. More, more of this. More quizzes. People are like, oh, okay. I'm going to stop. I'm delete. Unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to go Stephen Fry. I don't have Stephen Fry. It's, it's just these five. <laughs> this is dark. Okay. But what about in that area? Hugh Laurie, Stephen Fry. Well, 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 slow down. You t- tell me what your guesses are. Oh, right. Okay. You have a certain amount. Um, so, yeah. Hugh Laurie or Stephen Fry, I reckon. Hugh Laurie. Correct. Yes. Ding. So you've had two guesses. Rick Mail. Yes. Yes. Ding. Um, okay. Let's have a look. Around that kind of fame. 
Hmm. Like, don't say forever. Okay, okay, oh, come on. Um, what's the one that does... What's the name of the guy who does the impressions? I can't help you. That is, a, is he on there? I can't help you. Is he on there, though? I can't help you. Not Angus Deaton. What's the, what's the guy? Oh, shite. What's the name of the guy who does the impressions? What does that even mean? What? There's a lot of people that is do Is Adrian Edmondson on there? They're not going to go up against each other, are they? No. No. Four guesses. So. Okay, You've got six guesses. guesses left and okay, three okay, to okay, get. Okay, okay, um, um, Oh, God. Uh, around, oh, who else was famous around that time? Any older? You've got to give me some clues, man. No, we, come on. Okay, Stephen Fry, Hugh Laurie have gone for that. What are you doing? Oh, you'll see. <laughs> Should we? I'm getting ready. Right, okay. Come on. Uh, are you giving up? Oh, um, Rowan Atkinson? Nope. Oh, shit. Um, five more guesses. Five more guesses. To get. Oh, God. I can't think of any British actors now. Do you want to know? Give me a clue. Um, you've already said to one of them. What? But you didn't submit it as a guess. Angus Deaton. Angus Deaton. Was Angus Deaton down? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, you've got to give me the impression dude then, if he's on there. Alistair McGowan. Alistair McGowan. No, that's not right. Oh, Christ. So you've lost the guess there. Anthony Stewart Head. There you go. I wanted a wrong buzzer. <laughs> time it. Time it. It's hard to time. Was Anthony Stewart Head up for Jonathan Creek? Nope. Oh. Two more guesses left and okay. two names to get. So you can do this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Who else is good? Nice, <laughs> dude. What about uh, someone? What about someone like Arlo Hanlon? No. Ah, uh, okay. Was that? Yeah. And another comedian. <gasps> Billy Connolly. Nope. Unlucky Gavin. <laughs> Who are the other ones? Are you, Nigel Planer. Okay. Nicholas Lindhurst. I was going to say Nicholas Lindhurst. Motherfucker. <laughs> I was literally about to say Nicholas Lindhurst, but I couldn't think of his name, so I wasn't really going to say him. Jonathan Creek or Shit Creek? Yeah. Europe. Shit Creek. Oh, that's good. That's, that was a good title, yeah. So Gav gets zero points in the league. No, the didn't. I, 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 you were at the bottom of that. You did not get league. them all. But how yeah. many of those did I guess? I guessed three. You got yeah, but that was not the challenge. You had three to, out you of had what? to guess all three five. Out of, three out of five. Yeah. I think three out of five is good. Is good. Yeah. Three out of five. Yeah. Um, bottom of that league. It's, Jonathan Creek's on. Um, the, uh, I think something called Really at the moment, like a, 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 a satellite channel called Really at the moment. And my girlfriend's been watching it later really? night. <laughs> yeah, I do that. And she sends me a still. She loves that. <laughs> she sends me a still of uh, Jonathan Creek going, "What's the episode?" And I have to, from that one particular thing, deduce the episode. Are you Edward Nigma? <laughs> I'm. I've got a good record. I've, I'm like four out of six, I think. Four Just for six. sister on the cool. one. I'm getting it. That's it. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. So we're not that keen on that coming back, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> is what that leave it as bit it is was about. <laughs> okay. What else is rubbish? They're making a Venom movie. Yeah. And I... What is this idea? I, I've written down some quotes from a story. The, the Hollywood Reporter brought this story. Okay. And so um, Venom is <clears throat> happening at Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures still own the Spider-Man, right? So those yeah. are the people who tried to reboot it with Andrew Garfield. Which they, I actually liked more than... But they realised the bigger play... Yeah, yeah I like the Andrew Garfield. And they realised the more sensible play was to give the character back to Marvel, even though they retain the rights. Yeah. Go and you make the movie, you put him in the MCU, yeah. and we'll take the money, and that's good for everyone. Do you reckon it was just like, stop slagging off Spider-Man? You, you bloody, you fucking do that. What? Do you <laughs> think you could do Spider-Man? <laughs> Kevin Feige's like, yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. Of course you could. Well, better than Paul Giamatti in a mech suit. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. God. So they just came back. But uh, Matt Tolmack and Avi Rad, Avi Rad, the guy who had worked at Toy Biz and mm. was responsible for kind of reviving Marvel in the 90s and doing the first... 
um, Marvel movie deals. He did X Men deal with Fox, mm. and he also did the Spider Man deal with Sony. And he did the kind of who's the producer on the first Sam Raimi Spider Man. Better hate him now. I reckon a bit, yeah, because he <laughs> left once kind of it came clear Kevin Feige was going to take control of yeah. Marvel Studios, and he kind of left. I was watching the documentary called Marvel Renaissance. It's a strange documentary. That, actually, yeah. And there's the. Avi Arad is one of the talking heads in that movie. Oh, wow. And they interview him in his office, and in his office, he's got like. Loads of Spider-Man posters, a desk like full of like Spider-Man head knockers. He's got a Spider-Man ring on. He's got a Spider-Man T-shirt. It's like you've not really moved on. Yeah. And you can imagine oh. his feelings when they like gave Spider-Man back. Yeah, I almost wonder what what kind of deal is where they've had to placate him. Yeah, and Matt Tolmach and going, you can still make a Venom movie, but it sounds like. So this is the quote from Hollywood Reporter. Some, this has been envisioned as a franchise apart from and unrelated to the upcoming Spider-Man movie in the works with the actor Tom Holland. How do you make a Venom movie without Spider-Man? I don't know. And also, also, I feel like uh... if it's not connected to the wider MCU, what kind of power is that drawing? What's it going against? Now, currently, Venom in the comics, and this is kind of interesting, is played by Flash Thompson, right. the school bully. Yeah. And he's now <laughs> called Venom Space Knight, and he's like an agent working in Venom space. Venom Space Knight? Um, yeah. He's called that, isn't he? It's kind of along those so lines. Badass. And he's like, in, he's like a cosmic character now, and he's yeah. like, he kind of interacts a lot with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But, but again, it can't have any of that stuff. Do that. And that, like, even as a concept, that's so far out. Yeah, from like, what, like yeah. viewers will be used to. Like, yeah, it just not. Go it's down so weird. So I don't Damn. know what. I don't know how this can really work. Yeah, but a, a, a good Venom movie could be awesome. I think so too. If they if they did it, I think they're gonna have to kind of like stick by the books in terms of what a superhero movie is. But if they mm, pitch it as kind of like him being sort of an antihero, but then maybe yeah. has to like but have I some if sort of. It's gonna be like loads of weird gaps in the movie where I don't know you'd, at some point you'd have to name certain characters like yeah. I'm Eddie Brock would you work um, with Daily Bugle but I'll never show it like I don't do you want me it's kind of us. weird or will they be in this weird situation where he'll go to the Daily Bugle because he yeah. kind of has to and he'll interact with J. Jonah Jameson but that would be different than the J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU it you've suddenly become like yeah. really knotted it feels like they've looked at it feels like they've looked at Deadpool and gone like that's a character that yeah. kind of exists outside of what they're doing at the moment even though it exists in that universe it, yeah, yeah it's like very it's partitioned by yeah. rights so it feels like they've kind of looked at that and gone what have we got that can, that can do that but it's even more knotted though because it's like if the X-Men existed in the MCU yeah. which they don't at least like Fox has like a bit m- mm. a bit of a bigger part of the Marvel sandbox to play in yeah. they've got all the X-Men Whereas this is just Spider-Man. I don't think And even yeah. a big part of that Spider-Man thing, i.e. Spider-Man, yeah. has gone back to Marvel Studios. But that's the, that's the thing about Venom. Like, it works so well as a character because it works with Spider-Man so well. Yeah. Whereas you take Spider-Man out of it. And like, I can understand maybe if they were going to be like Carnage. Because yeah. you can kind of understand that. That's yeah. got a cool little story by yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're doing. And I think like there is scope for them to do standalone Venom stuff. Like, Venom has become a bigger character in the comics, has his own yeah. books, like, currently... But to launch that without Spider-Man is really hard. People are going to look at that and be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, what the hell is that? And there's nothing familiar to latch on to. No. And he goes, oh, he's a bit like Spider-Man. Yeah. And also, like, we've seen a lot of the main <laughs> Spider-Man villains already appear like in mm. the Spider-Man movies. 
Like, well, this like is Dark Ark and Goblin, like, are they going to have... Well, this is the interesting thing. What happens to all these other Spider-Man movie yeah. Uh, yeah. villains? Because Marvel is making a standalone Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Yeah. yeah. And presumably, they're going to have a pretty full toy box to play with. You're not going to neuter that character by saying, oh, you can't have these villains. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Sony, by giving that character back, wants it to have the best kind of chance in life. Yeah. It's a very strange announcement. Weird. I'm like, I, I don't reckon that film will ever happen. Yeah, and also the no quote from the story. This Venom is meant to not only um, stand on its own, but also to launch its own franchise. Shut up. They, what the... The, what, the what Venom Cinematic Universe. What is that? That is... that. That's a press release put out by, like, a jilted ex-lover, isn't it? Yeah, Just well, like, oh, 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 do your own, do your own franchise. Yeah. Blackjack and hookers. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got that lock of your hair. I can smell at night. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that film will ever come out, basically. That's what I think. All right, we've gone on. Let's do some feedback. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we got? Oh, I'm number one. (laughs) I'm number one. Except in Keyword Hey, 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 hey. Uh, This is from Philip Hearn. He says, hi, guys. How likely is it, do you think, that Steve Rogers will be killed towards the end of the film? I assume, okay, the, the subject is Captain America Civil War. Uh, for Bucky to take over the role as Captain America, then Tony Stark to help resurrect Steve in Infinity War. It's a pretty simple question. I don't think it's very likely at all. I'm a huge fan of the Civil War comics. I gave you that bit of feedback because so you're a huge Captain America yeah, fan. Yeah, oh, I'm a huge Captain America fan, big fan of the Civil War comics. Um, I like That was one of my, my biggest hang-ups when I saw like the trailer and some of the first footage from Marvel Civil War is that... like. I knew I was always going to relate it to the books and like any changes was always going to be a bit jarring for me. And it's already moving in quite a drastically different direction than the comics. So uh, I think it's probably going to resolve itself in a way that doesn't end up with Steve Rogers being killed. Um, Because like the whole point of Steve being killed, it's it's such a pivotal moment in the, the comics because it's, it's, him, uh, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but then he realizes, you know, the people of the city, the people of America who he's trying to protect are now against him. And that's like a huge, big, pivotal moment in the plot. But it seems like now they're going more for the relationship between him and Bucky. Yeah. And I know that there's going to be some, like, tearing moment emotionally at the end of the film, but I don't think it's going to be between Steve and the people of the country. I think it's going to be something different. Yeah. I think they need to, Probably like, him and Tony, actually. I think at some point they need to kill someone yeah. to give it a sense of real jeopardy. Hawkeye. Like... Ultron dispenses with Quicksilver, but he's yeah. new. You haven't spent any time with him. Eventually, if they kill one of these big characters, imagine how shocking that moment would be. It would be a really powerful moment. And ah. suddenly you'll be like in that Walking Dead or Lost situation where you go, like, people are expendable. Yeah. Quicksilver's... Yes, but... Because also, in a practical sense, some of these people, contracts will run out and they'll bring you no, through no, a new wave no. of heroes. Like, I think that I just don't, I don't trust that they'll, they would have the balls to do it. Like I'm, I've, I haven't watched Shield, so I yeah. don't know why um, Coulson Coulson comes back. Yeah. So I don't know what the reasoning behind it's that. Because they needed a lead character for yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was literally it was and yeah something. Exactly. So because I, I generally thought that that like the use of that, the use of Coulson dying, and like what you know Samuel Jackson when yeah. he, he gets like the baseball card and put yeah. the blood on it and stuff like that. Like the use of Coulson in Avengers, I was like, holy shit, that's actually someone who's died and I care about. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think they would do it. Like, I, 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 in Avengers, when we were watching Avengers, the second one, Age of Ultron, I was like, Hawkeye is going to die. Or Hawkeye's, like, wife was going to die or something like that. Yeah. None of that happened. 
like but, but, Hawkeye's wife is definitely dying at some yeah, point yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> like that has been established for <laughs> we all know a, Hawkeye's a longer wife, reason children Hawkeye himself yeah. that's a bigger reason yeah. like that is co- I, no I, I tell you what you mean but like there, there's going to be a time where some of these guys stop doing what they're doing yeah. and I think then they'll, they'll, they'll take that decision to at least yeah. one of them like once, once someone's a deal is expended like yeah I, 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 just, I just think like I, I never trust I just don't trust that they have even like Bucky. Do you know what I mean? Like I know that, that was that's for not a reason. Even ha- but like, like, if someone's contract is expired, that's not even having balls. No, yeah, that's actually just we actually a kind of impactful solution. But for, also, uh, yeah. Also, it's like it's important to note that like a lot of these characters are killed in the comics because these are comics that have been going on for decades. Hmm. What you're dealing with now is generations of children who are growing up on these movies. For you to kill one of their characters, like maybe their favorite Avenger that they've grown up with. Uh, solely in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. I think if contracts uh, end it will be a very much like round off the end of a section of yeah. films and some of them go their own ways I don't think they would ever kill like off you know except oh. for Hawkeye maybe cause. do you know what's like really weird right so like one of my favourite like big blockbuster franchises is uh, Fast and the Furious like I, th- I oh think, really I, th- I think they're good Didn't films know. Should have mentioned it, I think they're fun films right and but do you know what's like interesting with Marvel I feel like I'm always hearing about their contracts and I'm hearing about like so and so saying they've got this many films left so and so like yeah. with Vin Diesel right and the man can do no wrong in my eyes it's fair enough but you never hear of him like going oh is Vin Diesel going to be coming back no Vin Diesel loves that franchise like it's with all of his heart like yeah. uh, it, it always feels well, what like what else he got going on <laughs> Last Witch Hunter Maybe that could be a new franchise for him. And also, I why does Vin Diesel not want to be in like one of the biggest franchises in the world? I have, I have, a, feeling, the I have a feeling like the planning and structure and preparation for Fast and the Furious isn't quite the same it's as being level a of part. Planning. Yeah, of, you probably have to plan like years in advance of your entire life. Whereas, like, I'm sure Fast and the Furious is like get a car. It's like, hey, we're, hey, we're doing another one. Yeah. We've got oh. a road. Awesome. We've got yeah. a car. We've got have we, a rock up to. We, we've, we've got, got we've got a title for this one now. We'll think of it on the way there. How do you? How very do you? No, but you know what I mean. It does, there's, there's not. There's nobody in the Marvel universe that uh, the cinematic universe that I feel like loves being in that universe. Oh I no, think they all love it. I think who? they all love it. Who likes? Who likes being in a Marvel? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. I think so. um, not as much as Vin Diesel. Oh, but like, are we quantifying this? What does this? that even mean? I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. gets home at night and sees the seven houses. It's but I'm going. I actually quite like this. Yeah. Yeah. Chris no. Evans, like, from all yeah. plus it. Like, I do think he's like learned. Like, he's got to a point mm. where he actually does like those doing those movies where he didn't initially I think he bridled against it a bit yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I listened Ruffler. I listened to that Wiz Khalifa song about eight times before coming in to record this podcast and I'm just a bit teary about Frass and the oh, Furious did listen to that song 2016 <laughs> I did listen to that I, song 2016 I, I listened song 2016 <laughs> um, okay I got a bit of feedback from Adam Garrick it says my name's Adam from Melbourne hi Adam I love Melbourne it's an amazing place any thoughts on why Australia is so poor filmmaking I can count the number of Aussie films I genuinely like on one hand namely Waking Fright Wolf Creek and Animal Kingdom that's it thoughts good films though <laughs> to be fair Three. like I don't know like The Proposition that's really good I really like that The Rover also really good. I really like like Animal Kingdom is fantastic film. Romper Stomper. Romper Stomper. Oh, that's a film. Um, also, that's I a also film. wrote down um, Australia Chop- Chopper. Chopper. Yeah, that's a but good film. Those are the really good crime movies Australia makes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like 
I don't know if you if you haven't got like an infrastructure where they're making like a shitload of like high budget and stuff like that films like you want to be the people who are making just the cool yeah, they, like, yeah. you know like they make a lot of like really good like like Animal Kingdom is a hard film but there's some really funny moments in that as well like it's a really horrible like black comedy sort of thing well, it's not a black comedy a lot of films but, shoot like, there as well because of tax breaks yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. so they've got Star decent Wars? crews like, like lots of the prequels like I don't know they've got like amazing actors as well yeah. like Eric Banner is always really good I know like he's criminally underused but yeah. he's he's one and I think like um, what's in my job as well what's in my job is that, a, is that an uh, aborigine from yeah. Animal a Kingdom and The Gift um, Guy Pearce no um, I didn't mean to say no like that then <laughs> um, not Taron Edison turn it into a quiz turn George Edison oh, George yeah. Edison yeah. yeah. The Gift turn it into a quiz um, like he's really he's really good as well when in doubt director. turn it into a quiz <laughs> yeah do you have any feedback uh, no uh, quiz time uh, oh, I mean I've just seen this feedback but off the top of my head I wish Wales was making those like I'd got the films under its belt that Australia Snow has Snowtown Snowtown oh my god that's horrible Dark City Dark City Dead Another Calm really Dead Calm awesome brilliant lots of stuff Lots of good films. So, final bit of feedback is from Paul Mason. Now, I haven't been on the podcast for a few weeks, and this email came in, and I'm not really sure what this is about, but I wanted Is it about Cat and Fiddle Road? It's called, yeah, Cat and Fiddle. Oh, Christ. Is this called, what is, is this, this about? Why is Cat and Fiddle? Can I you illuminate know. me? Can did I this, email it? Did this keep going? I haven't been what on is this? since. I haven't heard this mentioned since the first time, like weeks ago. I feel like this is. Okay, let of, me read it. It's like a bit of a wind up now. <laughs> As a look. Like the road itself. Is he catching people who are doing the podcast that weren't on the previous episode, so we think it's a thing? As a local <laughs> to the area, I need to clarify the mass confusion <laughs> over the cat. Conf- yeah, well, you've added to it, if anything. <laughs> the, conf- <laughs> the confusion the is ca- none of us know where this started. The cat fiddle from. is a stretch of road linking oh, Buxton, Derbyshire to Macclesfield, Cheshire. <laughs> if you really want to stretch it, you can say that it links Sheffield and Manchester. Manchester, but that's pushing it in my honest opinion. I think we know that. It's as infamous for multiple biker deaths as it has a great number of bends, etc. Hang on, you re- we read this one out last week. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> this has only come a few days ago. <gasps> what? <laughs> there is a pub there that bikers love, and it is the highest pub in the UK, I believe. Paul Mason. I can't be right. People stop, got stop writing in about the cat and fiddle because what? Do you know this is what's happening? Like <laughs> it's like the Zelda timeline <laughs> now because I think someone sent a bit of email in. Someone who knew what this was about. <laughs> bit of email. Someone sent an email in. Somebody, somebody on the podcast who knew what it was about answered it. And then, are uh, we just being a relay for people having chats via <laughs> yeah. yeah. our feedback? Like, I think just it's talk like, among yourselves. It's like Red Dragon. This latest bit like, of email says, "Dave, put the kettle on. I'll be home at five. So, Dave, if you're listening, sort that out." <laughs> I saw. I came into the studio one day, and Rory had his top off, and on his back, he just had a big tattoo of a cat and a fiddle. <laughs> I'm part of the alliance. Yeah, I think that's what it's it is. Like, just hitting himself. Uh, maybe we. Are, what if this podcast is become like a way of serial killers communicating? Oh crap! That's what oh. I meant by Red Dragon. Not again. Yeah. yeah. What if that's what's happening with the cat and the fiddle stuff? Like uh, the, every other, every other letter. And this is from um, Paul Zodiac Don't Mason. Don't get out! Don't get out! Oh, oh no! no, 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 no. I said the keyword. Oh, every time I say you've you say, activated the Venturian. If you say cat <laughs> and you say fiddle, people die. Yeah. Along <laughs> somewhere in Sheffield, somewhere in Manchester. I've given them locations. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh no! Get, oh no! You know what we have to do now? We have to do a live podcast from that that pub, the I'm highest pub that. in the Seance. UK. Oh, no. If we don't die on the way, it's too late. Uh, I mean, I we d- need to go Google Buxton and Macclesfield to make sure everyone's all right. Everyone's not dead. <laughs> Mass murder. The cat and the fiddle. Like I, d- I don't know what the cat and fiddle is thing anymore. It's beyond me. Right. It's re- It's like a John Le Carre book by this. We were point. looking for a new podcast name, Cat and Fiddle. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sounded really skeptical, yeah, yeah, right. and it just resolved well, itself. It's, it's good as anything we've come Hey, up. welcome to Cat and Fiddle. Yeah, it's like I'm a little Cat. Sub. He's Fiddle. <laughs> almost... Wrecked it. Yeah, All right, yeah. that's the podcast for this week. What a load of fun. <laughs> right? We'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening and watching. See you later. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I use my background in journalism and draw on women's life experiences to add to the conversation on topics that matter to fellow feminists like you. Now in its second season, listen to new episodes each month as we explore finding yourself through divorce, battling call-out culture, questioning our ideas about masculinity, and discovering why girls' confidence plummets in their preteens. Guests include Stephanie Kuntz, historian and author of Marriage, a History, April White, author of Divorce Colony, and Loretta Ross, professor on white supremacy and call-out culture at Smith College. Listen to Thread the Needle on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.